1: Yeah, coming in, hot. Oh. coming in hot, just like the fajita, like the fajita. I write what I, live.
2: write what I live, my life in the speaker, in the I'm nice with the flow.
3: Welcome back to this week's <laughs> edition of Black and White right Radio Freedom, on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in <laughs> studio. studio. Well, I got to Sh- get into custom to giving out the number. Give us a call, 312-642-5600, 312-642-5600, lock him up. Yep, I said it lock him up just like every other January Sixer. Lock Congressman Bowman up. I said it. I believe it. If you guys haven't heard, while Congress was still in session, Mr. Bowman, Congressman Bowman, interrupted by pulling on the fire alarm. You don't believe me? Yeah. Just listen to MTG.
4: No, I want to talk about Jamal Bowman before the, the fire alarm. Uh, Capitol police are questioning him right now because it's on video. That he this is the exact he violated the exact same law that January sixth defendants are being prosecuted for every single day. He violated the exact same law uh, interrupting an official proceeding and it, by pulling a fire alarm, it's on video, and the Capitol Police have have the information. Did, did you see? This is outrageous. They, they have it on video. Have you seen the video? I haven't seen the video yet, but I'm going to be demanding, and I'm demanding that the Department of Justice prosecute him the same way they prosecuted January 6th defendants. It's the exact same law, exact same law. This is outrageous. He's a Democrat representative. Here's what happened: Catherine Clark, the whip. Called the motion to adjourn, and in within I don't know a few minutes, it was literally right after that Jamal Bowman pulls a fire alarm while the vote was happening. Y- you guys, this is this is unprecedented. The Democrats will do anything to make sure it's shut down because billions of dollars are not going to their favorite country, Ukraine. I mean, you guys, really
3: now, everybody that was charged on January sixth is still languishing, sitting in prison. Who was charged with that charge? Just that charge, just that charge, just because he's a sitting United States Congressman means nothing. Lock him up. This is the type of person that we're dealing with now. If anybody knows who Congressman Massey is, Congressman Massey, one of my good friends, um, Jim, is, is his former chief of staff. One of the meekest, mildest persons that you could ever run into, you could ever meet. Not somebody that's 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 that's. Um, uh, belligerent. He's he's mild. He's meek. He saw. He talks off. This is this is Bowman arguing with him about guns. This is the type of person. This socialist Bowman. This is the type of person he is. And he. There's video of him and Byron Donalds going back and forth. He's just loud and boisterous. Listen to this. Allows teachers
4: to carry
2: carry guns. Would, would you more would you guns lead to more death? Would you co-sponsor more guns down. lead to more death? Would you more to more death. Would you Look at the data. Down. You're not. Looking Carrying the from the Gun Lobby. No, no. Look at the daylight. Kid, more guns in to war death. States that have open carry laws government. have government government laws government. Laws more, more debt. In every States that have open carry laws have more death. Are you listening to what I'm saying? What caused their children to dying? I know I've got Nine-year-old that children. Gonna, I've got
3: so they were arguing about there was a bill in congress to arm teachers to allow teachers to be armed in school um why won't that work i mean they're the first they're the first line of defense you got ex-military you got ex-police mean police people people that work with the police department why not allow these type of people to go and arm schools this guy, v- v- you got to make him your troublemaker of the uh, of the week one week. Welcome, brother.
5: How's it going? Well,
3: what, 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 Vilan, he pulled a fly alarm, violated the same section that January Sixers violated, yet here they are, and we haven't heard anything about it. I haven't even seen a new... I've been sitting here for the last two hours, literally sitting right here. I haven't seen... I'm, CNN is up on the, on the television because Fox is not working. It's going in and out. CNN is a I I have not yet seen anything about this guy doing this childish high school act. What say you?
5: Well, from what I've heard of him for about eight months, I know he's a bit of a grandstander. But my question is, why did he pull the fire fire alarm? Exactly. So, you, so, so that's why he's being questioned now because maybe he seen seen something that uh, w- that police should have been alerted to. So, yeah, No, no, no.
3: That's just, that doesn't give
5: you the right to pull a fire alarm. Dude. I don't know. Pulling a fire alarm because you see something? What? Well, well, maybe it was chaos going on at the time, and he wanted some help. I don't know. But they, a- were, they were adjourning. They
3: were
2: you a heard what you,
5: the, the, um
3: MTG said... Marjorie Taylor Greene said that th- there was a vote to adjourn was from this the house. Dur- was
5: this during January six? No, this was today. Oh, this you, happened today. You you was talking about January six, and I right. was wondering, you know, when did he pull it? Okay, this happened. What today. I'm saying
3: is, there are okay. people that are that 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 got that charge, um, um, uh, disrupting the uh the proceedings, right? Whatever oh. the charges. What Marjorie said it. Yeah, they are sitting in jail today. Because of that charge. Right, right. Okay, I got you. And this...
5: Congressman, that would be nice.
3: Okay. I haven't seen anything on the news about it yet, Milan.
5: Well, come on, man. People get shot, carjacked, and everything else, and you think they're going to lock him up for pulling a fire
3: alarm? Guess what? You know what? If you don't, every person in January, every person that was arrested and charged with that should be released right now right now if, if 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 the Capitol police doesn't do anything for this <sighs> individual so i'm sorry man you we talked to the mother of uh uh what's her name um Ashley Babbitt mm-hmm. we've talked to January 6ers people who 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 were arrested because of January 6 my friend good friend cashley kelly is still there I mean, he, he's left now he's i think he's in indiana now He's, he's, they, 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 moved him him, they moved him to Indiana.
5: Oh, no, he's locked up in he's Indiana. He's still locked up. Oh, but he's dang. They moved him in the, to Indiana. Wow. But do you understand what I'm saying? Well, listen, listen, listen. Let's let's keep it in context. On January 6th, it was chaos happening. It was total chaos in the world. Well, I ain't going to say the world, but in, everybody in the United States, at least 50%, felt it was an attack on the Capitol, or an attack on democracy. <laughs> okay? So now... They're having some kind of a session. Well,
3: you know I won't attack on democracy because I, I don't believe in democracy.
5: Okay, well, they, but this is their language. But now they're having some sort of session, like say like being in school in a classroom, and then you got the class clown that pulls the fire alarm. Does he really get in trouble? He, does he get kicked out of school? Does he go to jail? No. And this is about the same thing as
3: that. I disagree. Because one's a high school one has a place now what happens I mean anything could have happened one's a high school one's a place where the people's business is taking place and then they and, and and the hypocrisy of locking people up for the exact same charge
5: well you know what I feel about could have happened I've had conversations about could have especially when it came to uh, Governor Ryan and governor blavorage what did happen is kids died. Parents are scarred from head to toe. What could have happened with Blavorgage with the the,
3: Blago? Just say
5: Blago. Blago, (laughs) you know I can never say his name with the with the the, the hospitals and what could have happened. Trust me, I've had I've had conversations with very smart people about that. I don't like could have. Okay, I don't like could have. Yeah, but but so what uh, did happen? But here, here,
3: here's not a could have. He pulled the alarm. That's not a could have. He pulled it. He disrupted. uh, He he disrupted. I'm disrupted. Disrupted <laughs> he it. disrupted um, Congress, mm-hmm. just like they said uh, hundreds of people on January 6th. Yes, I am defending January 6th because January
5: 6th was not what they called it because we've yet to see anybody be charged with insurrection. Well, listen, you you using these words, and I got to capitalize on these words, disrupted. Is, it was more than disrupted. It was a riot, and... Other people would say it was an attack, and but it, but
3: insurrection. It's, that's what they led with. That's what they led with from the moment it happened up until. I wonder why they changed their terminology because this is what the left does. They quickly changed their terminology. What made the left change their terminology from calling it an insurrection to now calling it the worst day in the on on, on the Capitol? Because um, I don't personally breaking breaking all that. I mean, come on, that I told you. I've said. People that went there causing trouble should, should still be in, in jail. But not the grandmas and the grandpas that they still got sitting in prison for just showing up, for just being there, for walking the halls. Charge them with trespassing if you want. But why are they still there? Julie uh, Julie Kelly from American Greatness. She, go follow Am um, Greatness. I'm telling you, they have been doing some, I mean, marvelous reporting on what's happening to our people in J6. Um... Tom Scott, Jim, hold the line. you listening to Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. We'll be right back. to baby girl.
1: Hey. hey. That's
0: right. Black and Right continues on AM 560. Once again, here's John Anthony.
3: Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM Five Sixty. The Answer. I'm your host John Anthony live in the studio with the Troublemaker. So Democrat Jamal Congressman Jamal Bowman said, um, "I thought the alarm would open the door." His chief of staff uh, says he did not realize he would trigger a building alarm as he was rushing to make a urgent vote. They're stupid, dude. It clearly <laughs> says fire <laughs> on the. You ever been in Congress? Uh, you ever been in No.
5: Okay. Yeah. Come on, man. But I know what a fire alarm would do. I, 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 I have them at work. I've been in school before. <laughs> they got some here, though. Aren't there some here? I, I, <laughs> I, I believe there's some in this yeah, building. Yeah. Okay. Because I know at work it, it, it Normally shuts. Normally they red, right? It, it, yeah, red. They, it set off alarms. They shut doors. It says fire alarm on it,
3: right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, crazy. come on. Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. What do you got for us this week? Jimmy. What's up, buddy? Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm the one.
1: right. So this trigger happy. Uh, uh, Congressman, maybe he got that forty-five day. Uh, maybe by pulling the alarm, he would have got a ninety-day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he should have done a little bit earlier. They better have passed it before.
6: Yeah, but I, what, what,
1: what, what's interesting is what's going to happen to McCarthy. I, I don't think the idea of the, uh, you know, of the. Uh, uh, Trump's Republicans are
3: going to be too happy. Yeah, uh, Val and I, Val and I, was just saying that before the sh- the show started. Actually,
5: well, you know right. what's going to happen, Jim. It depends uh, on the fallout of the election. Now, it depends on if it's going to be a shutdown or not. If they, if it's not a shutdown, no harm, no foul. If it's a shutdown, we got to see how the American people w- are going to respond to the shutdown.
1: Yeah.
7: If I'm if sorry. we
5: win, if we yeah. win, it depends on if Democrats win. Of course, he's gone. He may even he may even quit Congress if Republicans win and we win by a decent majority. He'll remain Speaker of the House. So it depends on the fallout of the election.
3: Yeah, right, yeah, you're, right. you're, you're right. It depends on what type of if, if the Matt Gates Republican right. side wins. Yeah. Kevin's gone.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah. What about the shut? It's open for forty
1: five days. Apparently, right. that's what yeah. the news I got. Yeah. So, so they will visit it in forty five more days and go out of there until uh, until God knows when. But anyway, guys, uh, great show as usual. And and the alarm, (laughs) I don't know how you make a mistake and pull the fire. I would have got kicked out of school if I were to pull the fire alarm.
8: There's a suspicion. At least, a least, You better believe it. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, you guys have a good weekend.
3: So the Mirror, as an online publication, they called them a Republican (laughs) Republican pulls fire alarm. Republican Jamal Bowman pulls fire alarm. Really (laughs) wrong. Come on, man. Uh, Mitch, what's up, brother?
2: Hey, how's it going there, John and Verlon? First of all, uh, the full moon in Aries, so uh, that's why everyone's pretty much screaming at each other. (laughs) Um, And, you know, this whole thing with January 6th, Verlon and John, it's nothing more than a red herring. They want to keep that image alive in every American television or every streamline so that it's out there in the public domain so that when you think of it, you think of God, Trump, who's never got charged. With insurrection. Right. They keep on putting. The most insane thing about this, John Verlon, is that he's never been charged of it. No. So, like, so the point is, okay, then what, then what are you guys doing? You're just basically trying to do whatever you can to put as many indictments in front of Trump so that some moderates say, you know what, I've had enough of him, and I'm going to vote for somebody else. But right. guess what, folks? If you saw the last debate, those idiots on stage, there's not one, not one, okay, that I would vote for. Okay? And, 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 and I'll tell you this, it, it, it's very sad. But the problem is, is that when you listen to Trump, OK, when he was doing his speech at, uh, I believe, at the auto workers and I think it was in Detroit. Michigan. Yeah. Um, you, you listen to somebody who is unbelievably succinct, who could actually actually put together a nice, articulate sentence. And the fact is, we've lost touch with that. I yeah. mean, how could someone possibly think that sloppy Joe Biden is going to get 82 million votes in 2024? I agree. I mean, do you think that? Let me ask you, this, you guys, John and Verlon. Do you think by the Democratic convention, there'll be what I call a surprise and that some, somehow, some way he won't run? But who do you think will if well, he steps down?
5: There's already been a surprise. Uh, Kennedy said he's going to run as an independent in the general. He's going to pull a Ross Perot. Yep. No matter how it goes, he's going to pull a lot from Joe Biden and Donald Trump will be president. Mm. I'm telling you, this man is about to be president. That's all I needed to hear. He's going to run as an independent. Wait, who's going to be president? Uh, 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 oh, they said Kennedy. Oh, no, no, no. say Kennedy. No, 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 no. He's going to do a Ross Perot. I said he's yeah. going to pull a Ross okay. Perot. He's going to pull a lot away from Joe Biden and Donald Trump will
2: be president. All right, that's a good point. All right, and uh, listen here, Daddy O. Well, the bottom it is. line is this: I think I think Pritzker in the eleventh hour, okay, or the twelfth hour, is going to make a bid for it because he has all the money. You hear what I'm saying here, Daddy O?
3: I do. Uh, listen, you. I I've said that. I said I think it's Pritzker. Um, I don't think it's Gavin Newsom. I don't. I just don't.
5: I think they will have a better shot with Gavin Newsom.
3: Yeah. Spe- Speaking of the debate, as you know, I I helped uh, with the pre post debate analysis and uh that was the worst debate i think i've ever seen <laughs> i mean uh I, I give it to ron desantis i think he he lost a little of that robot you know he, ron looks like he a robot sometimes you know it's like he doesn't know how to smile or when he does smile it looks half-hearted it looks fake and robotic
5: um but i thought he was the adult in that room i really do well let me ask you something ron desantis has laid down the gauntlet he wants to Wants to debate Donald Trump? I would. You, you wouldn't do it. Nope. You, why? Why not? You, I'm with Trump. Why, why, why would I waste time with you? Well, my thing is because I called uh, uh, Dan. I uh, believe it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday about this. You keep sniping at each other. Yeah. Keeps. Uh, well, let's get it on the table. Let's put it. Let's let's get you two in front of a camera. Since he's your strongest rival. I mean, I know poll well, wise, he's not. Uh, well, poll <laughs> wise is not main Trump, main strong, nose. but he is number two. Right. But since that's the one you keep taking aim at, as, yeah. as Donald Trump does, then and vice versa, you all stand in front of the cameras and let's see who has the be- better policy. You know who wants that most? Uh, Don- Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis.
3: Yeah. You know what? If I'm leading that far in the poll, I'm not giving you an opportunity to to, to gain in the polls. I would now, no doubt, politically, Trump would be dumb and stupid if he did that. That would be that would be a dumb move on Trump's part if he if he threw out a lifeline to Ron DeSantis. No, let Ron DeSantis go and continue to battle the Gavin Newsom's of the world. That's what I would do. I wouldn't I wouldn't engage. I, nope. I now I I I think it was great for Trump to miss the second one. I don't. The first one I still don't believe that. I think I still think that was a mistake to miss that first. He one. He
5: gained more points when he missed. I know, the first but
3: one. but if that was in a swing state. You want to be there. Um, Last, I mean, California, for what? No, now I do hope, and I think a lot of it had to do with Trump and Fox. He don't want to have right. anything to do with Fox. Right. Hopefully, he's 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 at the next debate, and I hope that they come at him and he just swat him like he did all sixteen or seventeen he did
5: in twenty sixteen. First in off, first off, what network will it be on?
3: Well, that's a good question.
5: Okay, so CNN it depends maybe? on the network. Depends on the network. If if it's CNN, no, and then. When it, I heard it, that. It, the, the, if it's CNN, it depends on who's the moderator. Right. See, it's, it's all about the moderators. Fox right. got horrible. Moderators. If they would have had Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, and another, conservative, I want Tucker. I, well, they, they're not going to deal with. That. I know, but I want Tucker. But if they would have a third conservative, then it'd be okay to do it on Fox. I don't know who the name on CNN. It depends on who the moderator is. You know who, who I think should moderate? Who? With with a true conservative, and they'll have true conservative questions. Who? Newsmax. I think Ooh, if they like did that. it on Newsmax, I, like I, like I can name any host on Newsmax. Yeah. It'd be straight up above the board what, questions. Banchfield
3: or whatever his name is. I like look, him. Look, look, Greg, look. G- Greg, um, what's the other one? The Greg, former, uh, oh, God. Former
5: yeah. Fox News guy. Oh, He oh, uh, started start with a Bowling. Yeah. But uh, I like yeah, I like Bolin. Chris Alcedo. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it'd be great. Even uh, Chris Plant. Uh, man, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody you can name on Newsmax, it'd be above the board questions. But I, and that's what I would like. I, I, I'm telling you, brother
3: doing a a debate with all of the participants with Tucker um on Twitter you don't think with Trump there you don't think you will blow that, that would break twitter, twitter twitter
5: will break again <laughs> it will break twitter for Ditchfield,
3: that's it Gregs. um uh twitter would break <laughs> that'll be great dude though. listen twitter tucker campaigns all out there make that happen i'm telling you velon he'll do that and you know what it will make the networks yeah. nervous oh it'd killed it killed let's
5: listen the game has changed yeah there are new tools use the tools that are afforded to you what was the last count when it was on two or uh, two oh, and a uh, million. Um, tucker and trump yeah I'll, you check it through the break okay yeah man i
3: dude i want that to happen so bad <laughs> i want that to happen so bad and then they i you know <laughs> He was kidding They dropped it. They, but he deserved it. Oh, he gosh. deserved it because he
5: took a shot at everybody in the last debate. Oh, my God. Oh, he was man. he
3: was going after
5: everybody in the first debate. Then he was like, wait a minute. Why everybody beat up on me? Hey, Remember remember what gangs used to call it back in the day when they jumped on somebody? They moved on. Yeah, they moved on. <laughs> <laughs> they moved on. <laughs> he <They moved on. laughs> got moved on. <laughs> Hard, too, man. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, the phone lines are blowing up. Guys, you're listening to Black and right White Radio on AM560. I'll take your
0: calls after this break. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 Theater.
3: Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. Let's go straight to the phone lines. Let's go to my
9: buddy Bob from Buffalo Grove. Bob, what's up, Bob? Uh, Good afternoon. Great to talk to you, and it was great to see you uh, for your uh, boat cruise. And I hope to see you in six weeks. at the uh, big freedom summit. That's That's right. what they have to say. Hey, Bob, did you send us all the photos you, 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 that you took? Yeah, I sent you uh, some of them. Uh, at the Freedom Summit, I may, send, I may give you a, a, a whole set of pictures.
3: Okay, that works.
8: All right. All right. What's and, going uh, on?
9: With, with regards to uh, um, January 6th. Yeah. Uh, nobody's talking about this. A few people may be on Newsmax, um, possibly Fox. How many FBI agents yeah. were involved in the, in, quote, insurrection? Ooh, we yeah. can't even get it out of the government. Any official in the yeah. government—they're all deflecting. Yeah, how many were there, and how? What was their participation?
5: Well, right. I've been hearing about three dozen, about three dozen, at least two dozen, but they're saying up to about three dozen.
3: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if if they incited, if they were the ones that telling people to you know break. what well, did they break windows?
5: Um you know, you know what I mean? Your knowledge of the FBI, don't they always incite when they broke the uh when they broke the Black Panthers, when they broke the Ku Klux Klan, they were there yeah. when murders was committed. Yeah. They had they had CIs, they had confidential yeah. enforce and, and uh, informers there. That's true. That's true. Uh, You know, I I
3: would love to because um, nobody from the just from justice is going to talk about it. Every time any of them are, are, you know, him, they him and they are. Well, you know, I that's it's still an ongoing investigation. So we, you know, uh, yes, shut up.
5: (laughs) It's the time
3: to interview them. Thank you so much, Bob. Bob, can't wait to see you at Freedom Summit.
9: Yeah. Take
7: take care. Take care. Scott
3: from Arizona. Scott. Oh, this is Scott from Northwest Suburbs. Why does it say Arizona? I hey, don't know. This
6: hey, listen, listen, Allen. listen.
3: As as far as interviewing you, as far as interviewing you, uh, here's the deal. Um, I'll talk to you offline, but uh, there's a process that I have to do this as far as it, as it relates to you running for president. Uh, because we got there's free fair free uh, fair use where I have to also interview or give them the opportunity. So we, we let's not talk about your presidential campaign. On this call, um, I'll talk to you offline about the process that it takes.
10: Okay, appreciate it. No, uh, I'm just calling this to, just to, can I tell my three-step simple plan to fix the budget? Matt, sure, uh, I don't, that, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'll give you the three quick steps and then a quick Make explanation quick. of each. So number one, penny plan with a twist. Number two, and baseline budgeting. Number three, repeal the law that was passed around 1979 that requires all money, left over at the end of each fiscal year to be spent. So the, the penny plan with a twist instead of the penny plan that Senator Paul had, which cuts equal amount from every agency. I want to cut the amount from the budget overall. I don't okay. want to touch the vet. Next, point. Or Social uh, Security uh, or next point. Cause I
3: got other calls. So go ahead. Next
10: okay. Point. okay. Ending baseline budgeting, baseline budgeting makes the budget go up automatically five to 6% every year. So get rid of that. Start at zero. And then if you repeal the law, that says you got to spend all the money at the end of the year, then you're not going to be wasting that kind of money. So hashtag shut it down until I get those three things. And that'll fix the budget and the debt at the same time. All
3: right. Thanks so much, Scott. Thanks so much for listening. Let's go to Eduardo from Tampa Bay.
11: Hey guys. How's it going? How's it going? Happy weekend. Yeah, I saw this story uh, on Daily Mail. I think this is where we can send all the uh, woke VAs like uh, Tim Fox. (laughs) The Brazilian militia in charge of taking care of the gangs over there are now going soprano. They're uh, taking bribes. They're uh, committing more weapons, political power. So I think they could fit in very nice over there since People like Kim Fox are not really gonna enforce the law. I think they can okay. work with these uh corrupt militias.
8: Yeah.
5: Well, I don't think Kim Fox would like want to live over in Brazil. You can <laughs> party, you can party in Brazil, but you don't want to live
8: there. Right. <laughs> All
5: right. I thanks. saw
11: Michelle Obama on uh Steven Spielberg Boat. Did you see that? No with oh, uh
8: Yeah. Oh I swim over there in Philly with what, Steven Spielberg. How,
5: how, how does she
11: look? Oh my god. Uh I mean, she still looks fine, but... Uh, she looks fine? She well, looks she, fine. They're going to run <laughs> she... her as a BP. Yeah. I think she's going to be run as a BP. I don't think she's going to be run as president, but a BP, Man. I, I can see that.
3: Nothing would shock me from the left and what they would do. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so I'm, much, Juado. I'm still stuck right, guys, on fine. week Bye. Let's go to Robert fine. from Bloomingdale. Robert, welcome. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing well. How's it
5: going?
11: Good. You know, I was watching, we were watching, listening to, rather, that uh, presidential debate. That was a fiasco screaming over each other and everything I think Trump's got this thing sewn up but out of the group who do you think would be a possible VP candidate? I can't see
5: none.
11: Governor Fred Flintstone running. He doesn't have that kind of nerve to jump in there at the last minute. That guy talks
8: big here but that's about it but what do you think? Well you know
5: what maybe maybe Burnham, Burgum, Burgum maybe Hmm. Burgum. Yeah he's
8: boring though But,
5: but right he doesn't have that flair so I would say none of them I say, Chris, I still, I'm still sticking with Christy Nome. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, no, Sarah, Sarah,
3: Sarah, Sarah Huckabee.
5: But Christy Nome's pretty. You know, pretty sales.
3: Yeah, but I would love Sarah Huckabee Sanders.
5: I would love her. She's tough. But How about
3: uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Nah, too much like Trump. Yeah. Too much. Too much the to same. <laughs> no, I mean, we need somebody to temper him down every now and again. But okay. I don't think she would do it. All right, thank you. All right, thank you, Robert. Yeah. Alright, you listen to the black and right radio. Villant, yes. Not all black people want the check. They bought off. Not all black people want the check.
0: We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty the answer. Your time, your don't fight, don't
3: fight, don't fight. Welcome back. To Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with The Troublemaker. Vilan, you know, you and I had a conversation before the show, the show started. And I we, we've had this conversation before. But I think in light of what's happening, as you see the black population imploding, exploding, as it relates to them coming out, talking about just how bad the Democrat Party is. And one of the things I always say, Republicans, just show up. You said the Republicans just can't show up because of they have to have what a check in
5: their hand. I disagree. Black, black people are bought off. We've had this conversation. I don't know how many yeah. times. I want to make. I want to make an, a couple of examples. Go ahead. Like with this migrant uh, crisis, all you hear is black people say, well, they." And me and my brother, we had this conversation as well. Well, they spending all these millions on these migrants. It's up to three hundred million now. If you didn't, yeah, I saw that. What about us? Uh, they they we we needed these schools open we we've had all of these gripes and they haven't given us anything so basically that's saying well if you give us something right, we'll, shut we'll up. be okay about this migrant crisis we'll shut up about that see that's 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 a mindset of being bought off yeah and and I got another another so, example so, so okay okay, okay. Wait, go ahead
3: could go wait, wait, let's 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 park that there okay what, what what do you think the percentage of blacks, the number of blacks that are bought off? Because I don't think it's
5: that high. I believe I believe it's at least eighty five percent of black what? people bought off. Eighty five percent. You you you, no. you want to make the number of conservative blacks? Well, I say seventy because I I do say, and I said this on uh, the Morning Answer with Charles and Dan one day. People seventy and up, they're conservative. But 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 uh, and I give it a little buffer between 65 and 70 because, you know, you got people like Phil out there that's 65 years old and they they're they're willing to be bought off. As as a matter of fact, he calls in all the time and say, I want my check. I want my reparations check. So I'm going to say at least 70 percent of black people are bought off or waiting to be bought off.
3: Wow. So that's a high number. It's a high number. But it's true. Okay, here's why I disagree with you. I don't think... I think it's probably more like 15, 20 percent. Of what? Bought of, off? Of bought off. No. I do. No. I, I do. And here's the reason why. There are a lot of successful black people out there that are not bought off. They, they've, they've they've made their way on their own. And black people, you say cut, they want the check. No, I think they want... I'm, I'm throwing a, little, a new wrinkle in this. Because I've been really thinking about this. I think black people want opportunity, not the check. Because, because I think that 20 percent understand the check. But... The reason why they come back so much is because they don't seek the opportunity; they seek the check. The check runs out once you cash that check. That check runs out. Hold on, but the opportunity—that's why I loved Trump's platinum plan because it provided opportunity, not just a check. It provided they had they had money me- mechanisms attached to it. But I'm telling you, I think there's—I I think that's why you see this awakening. Go on, go on all the social media. People that I followed, I knew what Biden supporters are coming out now saying, "What the heck did I do? I'm all Trump 2024
5: now." I have a rebuttal. Go ahead. Okay, the people that you say are the black people that you say are successful and made it, what's that number of black people that's successful? I well, man, I think I think that's well over 50%. No, no I do. No, it's not. I, man, please,
3: okay, no, it's not. how do you define success? I think that's how you Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, how I'm, do you define I'm, success?
5: I'm rich, rich, well, or, or, or upper well off that's not success well that's off. wealthy okay success How well do you well black success? people most black people define success as having money no. as having money not the way you're seeing it makes it 15 that understands not that's well off and let me put this into the mix well then why do most black people want reparations I don't think most most black people want reparations. I think most black people want reparations. See, see, we see it differently. I, I, we on do opposite spectrums. Most that's why the talk is so big, and you don't hear a lot of black people like you and me talking against it because most against black what? people want it
6: or believe I, okay, that. Or you believe,
5: know, wait, 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 Hold on, I'm totally against reparations. I uh, me too, but yeah. I'm saying they. You that, said we're the only ones, right? Well, okay. we're we're some of the only ones. We're few, but most black people want it, and they do not speak against it. The ones okay. that you say okay. don't want it, they let's, don't let's, speak against let's, it. Let's
3: do this. If you're out there, you're black, you're successful. Call in. Define. Define what you are. You bought off? Are you as a black person? Are you bought off? Do you do you agree with what Valon is saying that black people are bought off? I don't agree. I totally disagree with that. I, I really think. I think. I think people, especially black people, are trying to be successful and they want opportunity. And I think that when they see opportunity, place. In the migrants, they they see opportunity place in the LGBTQ. There's you saying they want
5: to check. They're saying, "Where's my opportunity?" Okay, but how do you define opportunity? Black people feel we deserve reparations, and they can make their own opportunity. You remember Trust what me. I said? Remember what I said? Yeah. Opportunity. You know how you do that? Go read the Platinum
3: Plan. Okay, read that Platinum Plan. Uh, what 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 it's what it said? Jobs, uh, black economic empowerment to acts and access to capital. Um, Fueling access to capital for black-owned business. increase opportunity. I know you don't like those opportunity zones, but they work. They work, trust me. Um, education opportunities. Providing, you know what opportunity is? Allow these kids that are in these struggling schools in the city of Chicago, give them the opportunity for uh, school choice. Illinois needs to bring school choice. You want to change the dynamics? You want to flip CTU on its head? Go into these communities where they're languishing and suffering and allow um, school choice to happen. It will change. Education is the great equalizer. It always has been and always will be. We, you want That's what opportunity is. Opportunity is, is being safe in your own neighborhood, in your own homes. Opportunity is access to better health, better and cheaper health care. The left doesn't care about... I will say this. Kanye said George Bush doesn't care about black, black people. The left doesn't care about black people. They only care about one thing. The Ballot Box. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back.
0: This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker and Pistol Pete on the boards. Love having you here, Pistol Pete. Vilan? You called? <laughs> he came. <laughs> Phil from New Island.
8: Can you answer a question? What is, um, what are you saying uh, that people are, are, are bought off? What do you mean by that?
5: Well, black people are willing to chuck their liberty, their rights for a check. Because it, I, I can't believe this many black people are blind to still vote for the Democrat Party at 90 and 96% or 95% with all of this LGBTQ sex ed in school and migrant crisis, and they putting them directly, not into the white community, directly into the black community, and you still vote Democrat because of the welfare programs and whatever little check you could get uh, 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 help with when it comes to... Uh, your bills in the wintertime. I i forgot what they used to call that, what they still call it, because they still do it with your electric and gas and all the rest of it, the, all these little programs that they do for black people keeps black people quiet. So that's what I mean about being bought off. And as far as the reparations talk, that that's what black people want the most by the majority. That John doesn't believe that. That's hoping to be really bought off. That's called a payout or a payoff. That's what I mean.
8: What makes what makes most communities the safest? What is the one thing that? And you all were just talking about it. Basically, what what makes uh, uh, the most safest communities that way? What 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 allows them to be the safest? Are you talking about
3: good governance,
8: Phil? Uh, no, no. I mean, it might get you there, but. Not necessarily. I mean, you all were just talking about it. You well, he, about he, he did
5: a long you list about of... safety when I talked about safety. Well, you t- safety? you said education yeah. and a few other things.
8: Just tell what us what makes you're... most communities the safest is resources. Yeah. Okay. Resources. So, if you're getting certain amounts of resources in in in, in a lot of communities, there's going to be less violence. There's going to be more. um, Uh, Opportunities and again, opportunities equal resources in my book. Well, you as a as a
5: as a community, you create your own resources. You don't depend on government to give you you resources. How
8: do you create your own resources? You
5: educate yourself. You raise a nuclear family, and you get good jobs and choice. Choice as a parent to take your kids to the school that you deem will help your kids, not. Uh, 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 Chicago public schools or the public school system you know you don't so You're, you're the, the sit pub- and tell me
8: that there's there's no corporate welfare corporations yeah, don't yeah, get benefits yeah, yeah because and, they provide resources they provide
5: the they provide jobs that's why they get the tax breaks that's why they get the corporate welfare because they provide jobs and they pay a lot of taxes they pay millions whether you believe it or not they pay millions they pay millions and millions of dollars in taxes
8: and they still get the resources where, just like you, you were just mentioning, in fairness, as far as these, uh, these, this, this whole thing with immigration, which is broken, and you got all these people at these police stations getting all these resources and so forth and so on. And again, when you look at historically, and we talked about this last week, how when it comes to black people in America, we are always overlooked. We are always, when it comes to resources, when it comes to even even knowing. Jim Crow took place. Even knowing slavery took, even knowing redlining took, even knowing all these things that held black people back took place. And then some people, especially those who look like us, have the gall to say well, they, they don't deserve no uh, uh reparation. Well don't know how ignorant that is coming from a black person. Well, it, it's, not,
5: it's not it, it's not ignorant. My mind. It's it's not ignorant and feel I wish. You would have waited for the third hour because I got a, I got my segment and it was, it's about this. And you, I wish you would have called in the third hour. But we are about to take a break, Phil. Thank you for calling, and keep on listening. We'll be back with more Black and White. Right.
0: Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed.
1: Right where I live, right where I live, my life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow.
3: Welcome back. Just like the hour two of Black and White right Radio on AM 560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560TheAnswer.com, over to the podcast section. Click on Podcasts, you'll see the Black and White right Radio podcast there. Download it. I'm telling you, you can listen to it no matter where you are. Uh, looks like we got less than six hours for a government shutdown, the Senate is saying uh, Matt, Matt. Matt, what's his name? Uh, Matt Gates. No, oh. um, Senate likely to vote soon on the House bill. Now, if they put something in it, it's gonna it's gonna over. It's gonna <laughs> shut down. And I hope they, it
5: does. I think it's gonna be that
3: Ukraine spending. What do you think? Maybe. Yeah.
5: Maybe. Can Can you allow me to say one thing? I got to put a poll on this last conversation with oh, me and oh, Phil. Oh, Phil. Oh. And and I know Phil's still listening because he's waiting on my third hour. <laughs> Phil. It's the character of the citizen that makes a good community. Like I said, raising a good family, the nuclear family, not all this new crap. And if you allow people to keep more of their own money instead of taxing the middle class out of existence, people create their own resources. If you let people keep the money they earn, they can do well. Stop thinking government can save us all see that's the mindset right there government can't do anything for me that's why i said what i said you know i mean calling john and i ignorant he said that yeah when you left oh he he said for us to say what we said about reparations it's it's ignorant basically it, it, it it it's an opinion it's a it's an opinion but he thinks it's ignorant because the migrants and everybody else receive resources and black people are overlooked. But guess what? I'm taking, guess them, who voted I'm taking for that. them at his word. But guess who voted for that?
3: Those very same black people though. Yeah. You know, you, you keep talking about there are not enough resources in the community, but yet you continue to vote for the same people who are not providing said resources that you, you've you been looking for for decades. I did, I,
5: we only had 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I did not have enough time to, yeah. to articulate everything I wanted to say.
3: Right. When he said, when he, cause I didn't know where he was going and I had to run out. I, I, I didn't understand where he was going about safe and how to, how his community is safe. An armed populace, give people that you know allow weapons, but
5: you don't even to need, flow freely. You well, you well, you looking at it from a, a cop point of view? I'm, no, I'm looking at it from a United States citizen point of view. Well, well, it doesn't even take all of that. If, it does. If the, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If the if the citizens in that community were were upstanding. And they and they fought for what's right. Not all this gobbledygook that the Democrats force feed us. We wouldn't have those problems. We wouldn't have maniacs in the neighborhood carjacking, killing, and 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 I don't even hear about rapes. Okay,
3: no, wait, I got to stop you right there,
5: because guess what?
3: Whenever there's a good guy with a gun and that stuff happens, what ha- what, what what what's what's they're demonized? What's, no, what's the outcome? Is that person carjacked or 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 robbed if they have a weapon on them? Most of, I, I, most of the time, uh, no. Exactly. So my point is, you see the guy that was walking to work, and it looks like he was in the alleyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and, and those they two came guys. Out. Yeah, those two guess guys. Guess what? If he had turned around while they walking up, up on, on him or hit him, and he just, from out of nowhere, put two of but, them in each one, of, guess no, 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 hold on, no, no, this, no. This is the point. This is a point. I know you you don't carry guns. You don't like guns, but I do. And, and
5: guess what? A lot of these people that's getting carjacked, I'm putting two in the head. But that guy was totally oblivious to his surroundings. He was eating a piece yeah. of la da di da la <laughs> da da See, I've seen those people up north when I when I was young, and I lived up north when I got away from the south yeah. side, and I was aware of everything, and people were looking at me like I was an eyeball because I watched everything. I'm watching everything. But these people walked around looking straight ahead like they had blinders on, like race horses, yeah. like nothing. They were totally free when I was 20 years old living on the north side. I saw what freedom was yeah. 31 years ago. Yeah. And and it's people like that now. I don't know what community that was that he was walking around la dee da. Was it Lakeview or somewhere? Where, right I here. think somewhere around where Amy is,
3: and which which is where a lot of the crime is taking place in because, those
5: areas. Because the the savages have found out that's where the money is. And, and you
3: know what? They also the kids. You know those two kids we that killed that um, retired um, chief of police. Yes. You know what the words he said? He mouthed what? I'll be out in thirty days. Wow. See, they think. The Safety Act protects them and, and things of that nature, and and for the most part, it does. Mm-hmm. It has protected them. Um, where, where's where's my article? <laughs> where's my article? I knew you couldn't
5: wait to get to that. Yeah. Where, <laughs>
3: where, oh, the uh, McHenry County State's Attorney villain He wrote. A, we were supposed to do this on Sean Thompson show. Right. He wrote a scathing uh, rebuke of the Safety Act. Now I could go into the cases. But listen to this, Villan. Listen to the non-detainable offenses. The aggra- uh, listen, listen. Just under aggravated battery, aggravated battery, strangulation, aggravated battery, child or person with disability, aggravated battery, battery, public way, and it just list all the aggravated battery, concealment of homicidal death, aggravated assault with a firearm, aggravated assault, leaving custody control of a child with child sex offender, disarming a police, a peace officer, oh, which, which could. Calls you your death, right? Th- these are now non-detainable offenses. <clears throat> so if so I go you, for your gun, right? Oh, wow. so when you want to say, Mister um, Former Federal Prosecutor, because I know he's probably listening. When you want to say, how does this affect the uh, the job of a police officer? Because when a cop, I, at least I'll speak for myself. When I had cases, when I got when I got called to, to different all different type of calls, I took pride in my work. I I was an exceptional police, uh, I mean, report writer. Now, none of that matters. Because guess what? The perp that you just hooked, what we call hooked, arrested, Mm -hmm. he's right back down on the street because of these non-detainable offenses. Now, listen, it continues. Child abandonment, child abandonment, child endangerment, Mm -hmm. uh, sale or manufacturing of a controlled substance, fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, morphine, meth, Oxycontin. They put it all in there. This was written, Villain, mm-hmm. by activists. Police didn't really didn't really have a role. They were at the table. But this bill was going to pass with or without police input. State's attorney, all one hundred of one hundred and two states attorney opposed this because they understood Now listen to this, Villan. Elder abuse or neglect. Burglary. Oh, now you know that's a deal, breaker Burglary. Burglary. Uh, concealing a fugitive, money laundering, reckless driving, mob action, mob action. What's happening in the city of Chicago? Mob action. (laughs) So they know. Yeah. What do they know?
5: They know that we can't be locked up. You can't
3: detain me. Uh Listen to this. Uh, dogfighting, intimidation, disclosure of a domestic battery's victim location, violation of a civil no-contact order, violation of bail bond. Um, visitation interference, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, uh, criminal transmission of HIV used to be a felony. Um, explain that. Yeah. uh, Explain that. You give somebody HIV. I don't, I I didn't. You knowingly know you had it.
5: I don't think that ever got to be a felony.
3: Criminal transmission of HIV. It was. It was. They changed the law. Oh,
5: okay.
3: Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, criminal trespass to residents. I think they changed this. No, 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 they didn't. Criminal trespass to residents, real property, state support, a railroad, cemetery, vehicle, airport. Uh, Yeah, vehicular endangerment, electronic tracking. So that means some crazy dude broke up with his girlfriend, put a tracker on her, and followed her everywhere she goes. He's not the danger to the community? He He's a, at least a danger to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes on and on, Valon. I mean, dude, you see this. Look at this. If you're watching, look at all these documents, look at all these papers I have in my hand. I mean, harboring a runaway, that was never really something that you would get him for. Uh possession of cannabis in a motor vehicle, sale delivery of alcohol to a minor. Oh dude, I mean electro- gambling, electronic harassment. You know what most domestic abusers and things do? What? That's what they do. Electronic harassment. They continue to text you and find different ways of to, to, to find out where you are, who, you, who you're talking to. You don't think that's a threat to the profession of policing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me how. You know, it's one thing being a prosecutor, but it's a whole other thing being a grunt on the streets and having to have to work under these conditions. Mm-hmm. You talk about a hostile work environment. Well, that's a hostile. That is what police officers are dealing with today. A hostile work environment. I saw Tyrone Mohammed. Some little girl got uh, molested by one of the the illegal immigrants. Are you serious? Yes. And they were like, why why aren't the police there? Well, just because the car's there don't mean that the police are in the station. And the calls in queue are so long for police that they have to say which one is happening now. It was over. So they had to put it in. in, 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 And this is what I was told by police officers who were working in the city of Chicago. There's so many. They're so backed up that they got to go to the crimes that are happening at that moment right now. That's on you, Chicago and Illinois. We'll be right back.
0: And now more black and white right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer.
3: Switch your attitude. Welcome back, and level Black and White Radio yourself. on AM 560. Just the answer. I'm your host, too. John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. I want to go down the list real quick, short, and then I'm gonna address something that, that Phil just said on Facebook. If you guys haven't, if you guys aren't are not following CWB Chicago, please go follow CWB Chicago. Now listen to this. I'm just gonna go down. I'm just gonna go halfway down their page. Just six hours ago, our men robbed three women in Lakeview on Friday evening. The same guys are suspected of carjacking and driving uptown a few hours later. A group of up to 10 people attacked and stabbed a man and woman in the loop this morning. Both victims are in critical condition. Uh, when COVID arrived in 2020, a Cook County judge released an accused robber and, adult, and double rapist on $500 bail. Mm, $500 bail, you heard that. The man went AWOL and remained on the loose until this week when they found him in Oregon. Uh, just in, COPA concludes its investigation of allegations against the Chicago police officers' rape, migrants, including at least one juvenile. No evidence. Close the... Um, the what's the name? An armed car, hard carjacking was caught on video in Logan Square over the weekend. Uh, let's go. After armed robbers targeted a Verizon store at Roscoe Village, an AT and T store in Looking Park, Chicago police warn of emerging crime pattern. No crap, sure a lot. A 15 year old boy is part of a robbery crew that robbed two food delivery drivers over the weekend. He and his accomplices are suspected of committing dozens of other robberies. A migrant. Listen to this. A migrant was carrying nearly $2,000 cash when cops arrested him for jumping a turnst- CTA turnstile in the loop. What an idiot. Uh, listen to this. A man accused-, accused of robbing a 19-year-old in Humboldt Park last week was released on electronic monitoring. Prosecutors didn't ask the judge to hold him as the- in jail as a public safety threat, according to public records. Uh, from my understanding, didn't that call out robbery as a non-detainable offense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 15 armed robberies were reported in about four hours between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. 15. What does that say? What is happening? And this isn't just Chicago. This happened in Philly. This is happening in almost
5: every major urban area across this land. Okay, but when you say this to black people, what's the response? Yeah. Crickets, yeah,
3: crickets. Oh no, no, no! They have a response. All, don't all, air our laundry, dirty laundry. right. you know Th- that's, why? That's, why are you airing our dirty laundry? Oh, that's total. That's you can't total talk feel. about
5: this. That's total feel. He would say, "Well, what about white people? It's what aboutism." Right after that, yeah. What about them? They just don't report them in the news. Right? And that's not true. And that's not true. I'm speaking
3: close to home, the city of Chicago. Villan, this cannot continue. It, I'm so glad. I'm, yeah, I am. I'm so glad I don't live in Chicago anymore. <laughs> I live. I don't live in Illinois. Verlon, <laughs> I'd, I'd carry me my. I'd, I'd carry nine weapons on me if I still lived in the city of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah.
5: But it's always going to continue as long as you elect Democrats. I I I, I, I want to give this new superintendent Snelling
3: an opportunity. I do. I I don't think Brandon John Mayor Brandon Johnson will do what Lori Lightfoot no, did. No, he won't. He won't. He and how, he, how she
5: handcuffed uh, former superintendent David Brown. He does not want to micromanage anybody. I hope not. He's Let being, him do his job. He's being micromanaged by the CCU. Chicago Teachers Union. Yeah. But, or but the teachers, period, because he was a former teacher. Right. So he's being micromanaged. So he doesn't want to micromanage anybody else. Right. He has his hands full. So let's
3: go back to this about, you know, your our boy telling us, listen to what he said. Okay. You two have no understanding of the system of race schism, white supremacy, nor do you understand the concept of reparations. I don't think Phil understands the concept of reparations that have been what? doled that have <laughs> that have been doled out to other communities like the Jews or the Japanese or Chinese. Um, Valon, what was the one difference? What was the difference when 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 United States paid out reparations to? The, who did they pay them out to? The People who were actually, what, affected by it, right? Right, right. Um, are there anybody, is there anybody alive today that was directly affected by reparations? What do you mean, I mean, you by, by slavery? You about slavery. I'm sorry, by slavery. slavery? I, know, I know what you're saying.
5: Is there anybody alive? No, nobody's alive. Okay. Not from slavery. Yeah. So. You might get, when lucky, we, you might get lucky and have somebody still alive from Jim Crow. That that That's a whole, t-
3: that's a, you know me. Right. Let's have that conversation. Okay. But. I think it was Blakemore on YouTube said what I don't think what people understand. Black people that pay taxes are going
5: to have to pay for this, too. That's true. Do they even think that? But black people don't care about that. If they see a million dollars in their bank account or more, that's all they care about. They'll be happy. The people that I told you are bought off or paid off. I'm going to keep saying it until you get it. Through your head uh, they, 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 It's a lot of black people Bought off Listen Listen Phil is proving my point This man is 65 years old Think about that And I think it's a It's a few 70 year olds That feel black um, Well Sean feel, I mean was it that Chris from Indiana Crown Point Yeah, that, He doesn't I don't, call in anymore No he doesn't I don't know how old he was yeah. But I'm, I feel it's, He was in the 60s You remember? Yeah he was too it's, it's some older black people That feel That it's Reparations should be paid And Listen, I want people to understand something. I want people to understand something. Black people contribute $1.3 trillion a year to this economy. The fifth largest economy in the world. Yeah. If black people put their money together, we could move forward past all this nonsense. Like, we have our own resources. Okay, but the line. We don't even need to create resources. We have them already. The line. See,
3: I want resources with people. I don't care the color of the skin. You know I, what I, I got you. You, you hear what I'm saying though? I got you on that. I listen, I, I, listen, if 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 uh if and uh, whatever Tiger Woods yeah. call himself yeah. comes up to me and say I got an opportunity. Right. I don't care if it's white, brown, black, yellow, green, all God's
5: children. I don't care who it is. Present the opportunity, I'm running with it. I got you. But I want people like Phil and others like him to understand we already have the money. Right. We're just not working together. But why do we have to work together? Why can't we work with people? I got you on that. But wait, let's... let's I'm messing with you. Let's solve this problem first. <laughs> the Hispanic community, guess what? They spend within the Hispanic community.
3: Yeah, but you know what they, they also do? What? They understand our
5: opportunity. That, and they yes, take they full do, advantage Because they know, they see what... They come here with nothing. Truly having no opportunity right. looks like. That's right. They know what no Black opportunity... Black people don't. Correct. They don't know what living in Somalia... They think they do. They think they do. They don't know what living in Mexico, Somalia, or wherever else looks like. But wait, wait, wait—that's right. why Africans, when they come over here, they look down on us because they like you got you in the land of opportunity. Well, I think they're befuddled yeah. because every African that I know, they apply themselves, they go to school, they become nurses, doctors. They they, they have great professions, and they don't live in the hood. Right. They live in Orlando or wherever else they live at. So wait, 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 wait. But so see, I got kids. Right. I
3: got young kids. I'm not teaching my kids that opportunity is found only in two places: government and other black people. I'm teaching my kids opportunity is everywhere. That's true. Know you know know who you are, believe in who you are, go out there and find that opportunity, and I'll back you. But
5: let me let me just okay, explain this to no. But, but I, people I have that, to say that that, that thinks simple the way Phil does from time to time. He's not simple. He, does, uh, not he thinks simple. simple from time to time. Africans, Mexicans, Indians, Chinese. All these people that come from places that don't have opportunity. It's an Indian patient at work. Me and him talked the whole night long. He yeah. stayed up talking to me and told me no opportunity in India.
3: Right.
5: I talked to, uh, okay, about five different races of people. They come here, apply themselves. They don't complain nope. about the system doing something for them, government doing something for them. We already have Money in our community. Yeah. You need to work together to move forward. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying it like that to be races because I. I love everybody. I work with everybody. I be around everybody. But if you think like that, then rally your people together with that 1.3 trillion dollars and make something happen. We're talking about Willis? I want to hear some Sherman Hensley. <laughs> what? I want to hear that Sherman Hensley. Yeah, yeah, he, he plays No yeah. Show Show all the time. Yeah. What?
3: <laughs> but, but, um. Think about this, that. I mean, Think about there are a lot of groups out there, but what about those people who are who play the middle to try to keep those groups from coming together? You know, there are people like that in these black communities. Disrupt don't they're Disruptors. Yeah, they disruptors. don't want that to happen. Yeah. You know, but my th- my thing here's here's my thing. If that's if that's your lane, that ain't my lane. My lane. My lane is some. it's I'm, I'm <laughs> almost. I feel like uh, Al Sharpton. I'm gonna ride this donkey all the way to the convention. My 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 belief is there are people out there. That I can go work with that may never be black, and I'm okay with that. But I'm also okay if they're if they're black. I'm also okay if they're Chinese. If they're of the Jewish belief system. If they're the you know, I'm okay with any one of those because opportunity. Like what, what did um uh, Eminem? I mean not Eminem. Um yeah, Eminem say it only comes once in a lifetime. Oh yeah, lose yourself, baby. Yeah, come on. I, do I gotta do my vivet vive, vive? Don't do the vivet. <laughs> Don't do the vivet, man. <laughs> I'm serious! Give us a call! 312 <laughs> 642 You Pull me over because I'm black.
12: It's two o'clock in the morning. Everyone is black. so to go to
1: Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter.
0: up We gotta return to Black and White on AM 560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Oh, 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 oh.
3: Welcome back. All right. Welcome back to Black and Right, right? Okay, listen. No, before I I school him real quick, if you have not, because Kelvin says something on on, on the comments, who are they? You know, that's what George and I always say to you. (laughs) And so we created a hoodie called Who Are They? Head over to blackandrightradio.com, get your merch. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. So Phil says we never talk about uh, white people committing crimes on this show. When they do, we do. But I just want to really quickly break this down for what's happening in the city of Chicago. I keep it close. I keep it local because this my second hour is when we normally do our local Illinois stuff. First hour, we start off federal and things of, uh, outside of Illinois. Second hour, we try to keep it focused on the third hour is just a mix of a whole bunch of stuff, right? Phil as of 831 2023 cuz they haven't updated it yet 82.5% of victims in the black community i mean in the, in 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 the, in the city of chicago are black 82.5% are black 13.4% are latino what do you think the white number is what take a while take a stab at it uh, five percent, 4.1 percent. I was close, yeah. Okay. But, 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 but you got to answer me a question. Wait, no, no, I'm not done. Hold hold on, hold on. I'll answer any question that you want. See, you done know, threw me off a line. Okay, where'd he go? See if line, okay, here it is. Phil, the 2023 homicide map as of 9 29 23. You tell me if this is a white community line, Bliph- okay, Austin. Uh, no, yeah, that's the west side. Inglewood, uh, no, south side. Garfield Park. No, tell me if it's a white or black. No, they're black, black. Both black. Uh, Garfield Park. Black. North Lawndale. Black. South Shore. Black. Grand Crossing.
5: Black. I never even heard of this. New City. I never I heard that. of that. Oh, oh, yeah, I do. I do. That's like around or 20, for 29. Okay, Arbin Gresham. Black. Roseland.
3: Black. Near West Side. Black. Chatham. Black. Little Little Village. It's a mixture of all, yeah, everything in there. Humble Park? Mixed. 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 Chicago Line? Mixed. West Pullman? Black. Yeah. Did you see any, like, white community that was in there? No. For the homicides? No. So, there have been 35 homicides in Austin, 45 in Inglewood, 43 in Garfield Park, 25 in North Lawndale, 19 in South Shore, 27 in Grand Crossing. Uh, New uh, New City fourteen Arbon Gresham nineteen Roseland twenty one Near West Side thirteen Chatham twenty four Little Village eleven Humble Park fourteen Chicago Line ten West Pullman ten The rest of them are all other communities and that's and, and that's one hundred and fifty five. There were four hundred and eighty five
5: homicides total. Okay, my question to you is what percentage of those numbers are black perpetrators? Oh, I'm sure they have
3: this on here. If they don't, I'll find it during the break. Uh, this just has—I think they just have the victims themselves on there. Okay. They probably don't want to get called out, you know, as, as racist, probably. Right. Uh, because if you probably if you put that on there, then oh, look at this, its only pointing out the black people. Yeah, I don't see. Um. They—they they just deal with the victims. They don't—I guess they don't even care about the um perpetrators. Perpetrators. Well, uh, listen to this spot sh- shotter. There have been 11,317 rounds fired, and this is the highest of, of any area in the city of Chicago. Guess what area that is. Where? Take a wild guess. Southside. Inglewood. Oh, well, of course. New City, 6,600. Austin, 6,200. South Chicago, 5,000. South Shore, 4,900. West Pullum, 40. this is rounds that are detected. Right. That's a lot of dang on shooting. Yeah. A lot of dang on shooting. Phil would say it's too many guns on the street. There were 1,915 people shot and wounded, 436 shot and killed. There's a total shot of 2,351 people. Are those war zone numbers?
5: Yeah. But Phil would say you shouldn't be. Why? What's the purpose in talking about this? You just per- airing black people's dirty laundry. No, the per- because listen, I know he's ashamed. Listen, like, I, you know thing. you you know why you talk about
3: this type of stuff, Alon. Because you know how many people don't really know all this? Oh, a lot.
5: A lot of people don't know this. Or they turn a blind eye to or they it. They turn
3: a blind eye to it, or right. they're just indifferent. That's true. And they're living their lives. They're trying to they're trying to survive. Yeah. You know? So so to, to say, you know, I hear a lot of people say, keep keep Chicago out your mouth. Brandon Johnson. Johnson he had a thing. He was
5: in front of the audience. You ain't you know, from Chicago, right. keep keep our name I'm out. I'm from your Chicago.
3: Mouth. You can never take that away from me. I'm born and raised in Chicago. You can never take too. that away from me. I am too. And guess what? I'm gonna talk about it. Chicago, anywhere else? You know why? Why? Because I, as long as I have this this megaphone in front of me, I'm going to talk about. Well, you have things. the right to. I have every right. And guess what? You come telling me what I can and cannot talk to. You think that's going to end well with you? No, you're, you're going to you? go harder. You're going to go harder. I'm going to go harder. Yeah. Because because Vilan, because we continue to vote these people in. Oh, I'm going to take that call when I come back, Uncle Red. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm Uncle Red. Don't you go anywhere. Because I want to take the, whites going into black neighborhoods and killing. I believe that. for some. I, I believe some of that. I believe I, I definitely believe some of that. I really do. You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM 560 the Answer. We'll be right back.
0: It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560 The Answer.
8: Maybe I'm foolish.
3: Maybe I'm. Welcome blind. back to Black and Right Radio on m 560 Answer. I'm mind. your host, John Anthony Live Su- Let's go straight to the phone lines. Uncle Red from Chicago.
7: Yeah, this is Red. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks going? so
3: much for listening. Hey, you guys got a great show. Thank you.
9: Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, I live Chicago my whole life, Cook County at least, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm really d- disappointed, you know when a guy gets on that uh, congressional hearing and says half of the people are a menace to the country, you know, because they supported Trump. But why don't they come out and tell the truth that it's all the white racists that are going to murder these black people in the neighborhood. Y'all.
3: I believe I do believe that has happened. I, I know from cop friends, it has happened in the past, especially from a lot of the bordering cities
9: around Chicago. Um, that, that, what about neighbor, What about the neighborhoods you listed? The, those neighborhoods got borders, but you know, the, a lot of that stuff happens in the heart of them neighborhoods yeah.
3: too. Now, I think I think it, it's I, um I think CWB Chicago has that number. I have to go on their website and look. But I think they as as it relates to the people who are attacking, uh it's a really high number, uh, upwards of 60-70% that, that
5: are the actual perpetrators Wait, are black. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Are you both talking about white people entering black communities? It is killing. Uh, it has happened. I've never seen it. And I have, I've never mm-hmm. seen it, heard about
3: it. I have, I've, I've actually had Chicago coppers tell me who are, who are it, detectives.
9: Yes. You know, you know what? That, that happened a long time ago. I think yeah. uh, today, today I got black people live on my block yeah. and they're very nice. You know, but when I was a kid, if they sent the black mailman, we called the police. Oh. And we said, there's a suspicious, suspicious black man going door to door with a bag. Doing his <laughs> you job. Know? <laughs> you know? Wow. I mean, that's how bad wow. it was when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh, I, you know what? Hey, did you folks ever listen to that liberal radio, leftist radio?
3: Yeah. Oh, I listened to it. I listened to it coming in. I, almost had, I had to turn it off because it got my butt, blood blowing. Yeah. They're insane, ain't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> right.
9: They are beyond insane. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Thank you. Take it easy. I, I, I wish more people would listen to you. You know, oh, well, they do. And, they and listen. Y- y- you know what? How come all these activists that they interview on the street, the net, and uh, Father Flager, they never mention the Bible and just just the basic laws of life? Thou yeah. shalt not commit murder. Yeah. You know, they're worried about the gun. But guys shall not commit murder. That's true. Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't. talk about
3: <laughs> Thank that. Thank you so much, Uncle they Red. They got. Um, they got to stick to the agenda. Right. Wait. What you say?
5: They have to stick to the agenda. So um, the we are now two functionally white people, Villain. Yeah, Phil calls two you that functionally all the time. white people. Functionally white. He he had a big conversation about that one time with me. I'm functionally white. Are I, you? I, I don't understand that 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 mindset that system. I'm an individual that knows how to function within the, the American capitalist system. Th- that doesn't make me white. I just know how to work and make a dollar. How how does that turn into? Now, I'm I know white. what
3: makes you right. White? white. I know what makes you, what white. makes me white. You have this thing called an opinion and you have this thing called the brain that you use that you don't just take the talking points and run with them and and go all out in defense of all things blackness, but so that's I, what makes. So you are you
5: saying the majority of black people don't use their brain? And, no, and no, no, no. I'm saying talking I'm point? talking
3: to you specifically. I'm saying that's what makes.
5: Okay, well, Phil then. He's right, not using what, his brain.
3: He's he just. Got, he's using it. He's just pumping in wrong information. Freaking it's, idiot. It's when you 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 gotta shift and change where you get your news sources from, where you get your information from. See, feels just you know he's got a lot of hurt and pain from years and years ago jim Crow he saw people growing up uh he's he suffered through a lot of when there was when there was a real systemic systemic race problem there mm-hmm. we're moving away from that and 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 people like Phil and and the uh what's the guy um al Sharpton the, the, mm-hmm. those type of people they see it and they don't want it to leave because it's very lucrative to stay in that mindset it's a lucrative opportunity that you can make a lot of money being a race hustler
5: a lot by stoking so you, the so, flames so you don't think that they truly want to fundamentally change america who's that the al sharptons the Fields, the gen
3: no not, not
5: so much Phil. al sharpton is in for the for,
3: nah, he's bought pay for <laughs> i know he's bought pay for <laughs> he, he's for the but check. you don't
5: really think he wants to see america change into whatever utopia that.
3: um like. al sharpton if you've watched him throughout the years i have Al Sharpton has shifted according to how the wind shift, and and that shift, and that wind shift has green dollars on yeah. on, on, on on. That's where that's how he shifts. Look at all how he's positioned Jesse, Jack, Jesse, uh, uh, Jesse Jackson, Jesse Jackson Senior, another one. Yeah. He shifted based upon the dollar. Well, he was always remember he was he, he was, was
5: p- always a shakedown artist. But remember, no 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 not starting off. Remember, he was pro life. He was, you know, he was somebody. Yeah, he talked about that, but I used to listen to Man Cow back when I was like twenty. Yeah, and he Man Cow used to talk about the stories about how he and um, MC Hammer and others used to come around to the radio stations and shake the radio oh, stations down. Just radio stations? Well, that's what I many used to others. Hear. A, a business is yeah. period. Business is uh, period. You got to read Shakedown. So, like I said, he was always a Shakedown yeah. artist. You, you got to read. You
3: got to read Shakedown by Kenneth Timmerman. Okay, you got to. It's 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 like eight hundred pages. Yeah, but his. Man, I read that book twice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't I don't believe everything a writer rights because, you know, they embellish in some areas. But it broke down Jesse Jackson Sr. in a way I've never seen him broke down. You know, even for the
5: <laughs> My uncles told me long time ago, and dude, he ain't right. Yeah. They don't follow him. And they and they yeah. 71 2. And he used to be a, a huge Trump supporter. Hmm.
3: Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Wonder what 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 moved that? What what did he request from Trump that Trump turned down? We'll be right back. to
13: baby girl.
3: Thunder hey, hey. It's, it's, it's
13: right.
0: Black and Right. Continues on AM 560. Once again, here's John Anthony.
3: Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. Hey Trevor, Make. You remember? Teddy Riley, yeah, the hit producer. New Jack Swing. Go to his Instagram. Are you on Instagram? No. Oh, God. No. Dude. Sorry, man. I can't deal with all those people. Uh, You got to create one just to watch his page. Okay. He is getting black people coming for him. You know why? Why? He's blasting Biden and pushing Trump in ways that, bro, he is all... Trump twenty twenty four.
5: Well, what is it? What is it going to hurt him now? He's not in the mix anymore. He's not making music. It doesn't no. hurt him in any. Kind no, he's of still it. making music. He's still producing. Yeah, I don't know. You know,
3: but it it, it just shocked me. Oh, so, Veland, I don't know. If you heard this? I saw this on uh, TikTok. This lady said, "You know how people say you pulled me over because I'm what black." So I know a lot of people didn't hear, but I, I found that I had. To, I'm keeping this, <laughs> and I'm gonna play this at every op. Every Every opportunity I get, and it relates, I'm going to play this because you know what? What? This cop was 1,000% correct in saying this.
9: You pull me over because I'm black. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Everyone is black. (laughs) Oh, let's go to
3: Kip because he's always quick. Kip, welcome to Black and Right. First off, thanks
1: a lot, Tusto, at the board there, man. If you can queue up that screaming F-35 at the end of my phone call, I'd appreciate it. (laughs) But anyway, let me get to you guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. at the end of the phone call, just hang on, man. (laughs) Listen, you guys are just believing in good America, the capitalism of it all, and what makes any good society work is people that make money contribute to the pot and and what, but when the pot is broken and being borrowed from our adversaries and our enemies is not nothing but control and people that are being bought up now are taken away from the people that built the pot up throughout the years. So you guys are kindred spirits in my eyes. (laughs) <laughs> and I believe that everybody in this audience is a kindred spirit. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily that you're a Christian or whatever you want to be. It's that you believe in this great nation and you are an American. Thank you. Not brother. that you live in America and claim to be an American. You're an American. You have the American spirit. And I love that all about you guys and then for everybody else here's an
3: F-35 if you got
6: it
1: and I love it peace <laughs> I can right. take it hey, I can't hey, take thanks
3: it. so much Kim, but I love this version
1: <laughs>
14: I heard a, a screeching between a screeching and a whistle
6: <laughs> <laughs> what in the world is this and I heard a boom I <laughs> said what in the world of this
5: Oh, we have too much fun
3: on this radio show,
5: Vilan. No, today's good. You know what? I may call call an audible this week. Why? why? OG Bobby Johnson call. Why? No, I'm talking about I might make this the last week. I was going to stretch it out for two weeks, Uh this reparations talk, but since we talked so much about it and you gave me the opportunity to speak about it in every which way possible, I may just wrap it up and put a bow on it this week instead of next week. Okay. All right. I might just have to do it. Hey, I gotta do
3: hey, it. That's 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 totally up to you, brother. I, I think I'm. Um. Uh. So you're gonna do your skit, tr- yeah, Your I'm, thing. When yes, I'm to do. Yes. Right I'm after gonna. you do this, I want to play audio. Yeah. Did you hear about the vet that was removed for the illegal immigrants? No. I wish we had time to play it right now, or else I play it. It's heartbreaking, bro. <laughs> they remove vets. For illegal immigrants Mm. I want you to hear that story after you do your Troublemaker of the Week It's sickening what's happening to our country Guys, wake up, please We don't want an implosion from within To lose the greatest country that was ever created The most exceptional country Called America Be right back
0: Prepare to have your mind opened
12: The reason we are sensitive to racism is for one issue and one issue only, and that is how black Americans were treated in this country. It is because of, of the legacy. of. The reason we are sensitive to racism is for one issue and one issue only, and that is how black Americans were treated in this country. It is because of of the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow. Those do not compare Irish you and the new groups, they always get a little bad treatment. Do not compare that to how blacks are treated in this country. You don't get to piggyback on the black experience in America. Do not get to do that just because you are a woman, an immigrant, gay, um, Hispanic, no, the most of you can go F yourselves. No, this is for black Americans. We seem to have forgotten them. It's not a rainbow coalition. Um, various
2: groups, feminists, gay rights groups, and, and those who are defending immigrants, have commandeered the black civil rights experience. Yes. What do you mean by that?
12: There is the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow laws. We don't owe the homeless. We don't owe feminists. We don't owe women who are desirous of having abortion. That's what civil rights has become for much of the left. And, Wait, uh, could uh, I just- What have we done to the immigrants? We owe black people something. We have a legacy of slavery. Immigrants haven't even been in this country. The black experience is different from any other experience in America. There is slavery. There is Jim Crow. So I really do resent it when people come along and say, well, you can't say the the phrase illegal alien when you use the N-word. You can't say retard when you say the N-word. You can't say, I don't know, a million other things. They're always comparing it to the N-word. So the main point I want to make is... No other word is like the N-word. Ann Coulter for the win, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody saw that
5: coming. CNN, people are going to say,
12: Ann Coulter, this is one of the first times I've ever agreed with Ann
0: Coulter (laughs) on CNN. Mark this down in your calendar. But Ann, you've always felt this way. This isn't new for you, right?
12: It's not only not new for me, this is standard Republican position. Uh, Oh, and we're back.
6: (laughs)
5: Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I'm his co-host, Verlon Galloway. Cut the music, Pete. Now I'm going to play two gentlemen, the two greatest speakers before my lifetime. And Pete, no Gary Coleman. Play the clips.
15: At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, Our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And this is what we are faced with. And this is the reality. Now, when we come to Washington, in this campaign, we are
14: coming to get our check.
5: Play Brother Malcolm
14: If you have a hundred people who work for you for nothing for a week, you must you have you make a profit. If you have a million people who work for you for nothing for a year, you become wealthy. Well then when you have millions of black people whom you can work for nothing for 310 years, you can easily see why America became the wealthiest and the most powerful country on earth faster than any country in history. But here you have 20 million black people today whose parents were worked for 310 years for nothing. What do they have coming for them? not only what did their parents work 310 years for nothing like an animal but their parents also were the most faithful soldiers that the master had what payment have they gotten and uh, today they, they're not asking for much they're not asking uh, For what someone else would ask instead of asking for something that's real they're asking their master to let them occupy one of the rooms in his house or one of the rooms with him in his house now this is still not asking for something if america gave the black man here half of this country they wouldn't be giving us anything they they work our mothers and fathers for three hundred and ten years with no pay, the Senate the the, the Congress, and the u s Supreme Court found it necessary to appropriate funds to, to, to repay billions of dollars to the Indians for land that was taken from the Indians three or four hundred years ago, and If this generation of whites will recognize a debt. Uh, incurred by the former generations of whites to the former generations of Indians uh, then this same generation of whites also uh, must recognize debts incurred by the former generations of white to you and my uh, uh, forefathers and if they if they if if their own courts uh, uh, decree that they should pay the Indian today for what was done to the former generations of Indians don't you think that God is more just than the court system of America and if the court system of America says that the Indians must be paid what do you think God would say that the, that America must do in payment to 20 million black people who worked here for nothing for 310 years
5: now I'm going to put a ball on this this is over with this week All right? I'm not going to say any of those three people were wrong not and Now, Brother Malcolm or Brother Martin, this is what I'm going to say. If Democrats and Republicans had the balls, they will get in front of the TV and the cameras and tell the American people, especially black people, you got a choice. You can take this payoff that's not going to be worth the paper it's printed on in less than a decade. Or you could take this credit or collateral and bet on your country because America will not let you down. Just ask Brittany Griner and other blacks that's been locked up overseas. I don't have their names on the top of my head, but John can look it up. They get them before white people. They might spend five, eight months in jail, but the white people been locked up for five, six, seven years (laughs) and they come get blacks. This country has been there for black people time and time again after the Civil Rights Act. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do what politicians aren't doing. I'm going to muster up the balls to tell black people, let's move forward. To hell with this reparations talk. Let's invest the money that we're already making, the $1.3 trillion in our community. We're the fifth largest wealth getter in the world. Getter. And let's put our money together and move forward. And let's stop being selfish and trying to milk this country for everything it's worth. And that's all I gotta say. It's over with.
3: Okay. No, what you talking about, Willis? No, no, no. I'm gonna give you one anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You know, Ann Coulter made a couple of good points in in her in her her discussion, but again, I would have been against giving the the Native Americans money, right? If they weren't directly affected by it, what was this nineteen forty six when well, we? Started? They were they were directly right, affected. but yeah. no, not nineteen forty six. But when the, we beat them, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, we beat you in war. I, no, why, yeah. why do I have to pay you anything? Now, what they did to the Japanese, bringing them here, locking them up the way they did, there were people still alive who were affected by that. So they gave out reparations. I get that. But as far as sending that money to black community saying, hey, here's money you deserve, for what? Now, like I said, Vilan, we can have that conversation on Jim Crow. Because you and I both know our grandparents were affected by Jim Crow. That's true. They were, they couldn't buy in certain communities, mm-hmm. homes. That is, mm-hmm. uh, you heard uh, who's that called earlier? Saying the mailman, black mailman couldn't go into. Oh yeah, that's true. That's that's real life. Right. You know, you didn't um, even even when I was young, we didn't go past eighty seven and Cicero. Because <laughs> no, you know right. what? Uh-huh. We didn't go to Bridgeport.
5: Well, I didn't go down to I Bridgeport. Did. I did. I Rapp- stayed I got a Bridgeport. My family used to tell me, "Don't go over there. You're gonna get lynched." But I yeah. did. Me and two of my. Best friends, we used to do rap shows in yeah. Bridgeport.
3: Yeah, but well, that's the only that's the only reason why cuz you were about entertainment. <laughs> yeah, well,
5: they didn't bother us. It wasn't like we were driving over there. We walked we walked in and walked out.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm with you though. You know I stand with you when it comes to reparations. I don't think it's innocent. Not for us? Yeah.
5: Come on now. Even my grandfather, that man bought a farm. That man bought a three-flat building. That man throughout all those hard times created wealth. And provided for his family. Yeah. Now Vernon there probably
3: was some slaves still alive when Martin Luther King and Malcolm X spoke that.
5: I guarantee you there were people who were who were
3: affected in 1963? by 1963? Yeah. Eighteen sixty five there was was Juneteenth. Remember that? Okay. So All right.
5: I mean, there were people still alive that that they were right. Well, in the South they were suffering, but I don't know yeah. about slaves. There were still people where, in the South? In the South. I don't know about in in nineteen sixty three. There were still slaves there. 1918. Oh, yeah, 18-something. 18, something. 18 but 19. But when they spoke,
3: it was like nineteen. But they was probably speaking to the people that were yeah. still alive and affected by
0: slavery itself.
3: Yeah. Jim Economos, welcome. We got to go to break. We'll be right back.
0: to black and white with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer.
9: is isn't
8: unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your carry
6: license. With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath. Is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11 year old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view.
3: Wow. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and we also joined now in the studio by Jimmy Connemos, Jim from South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show, Black and White right Radio. Jim, you you um you've been talking to me about a couple of weeks now. Yes. about somebody who was who's like, you know, in New Mexico who right. is well, suffering from this tyranny of governor. That voice you heard was governor Michelle Gris,
16: Grisham from New Mexico, right? Well, you know, after you played this clip on your show a couple of weeks ago, it got me to thinking you know, you don't hear much about New Mexico and what's going on with their board with, you know, with Mexico and things. And so I thought, you know, let's check it out a little bit. So I made a few phone calls and uh, Mr. John was, uh, John Brenna, who's waiting on the line with us, he uh, just answered his phone and I started asking him a bunch of questions about what's going on down there. And he says, you know what, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you're not hearing about in the press. And so I'd like to, so we've been talking a little bit and I've had John on other shows and so he's nice enough to spend some time with us here. So John, you're speaking to all Chicago land, and say hello and Tell us uh, what's going on down here.
7: Hey Jim. Hey John. How are you? Hello. Tonight?
3: So what's so so, um, so Jim? What was the reaction from the voters of New Mexico when they heard that? I mean, because I don't. I mean, that has nothing to do with Democrat, Republican, left, right. This is this is constitutional. These are this is a constitutional crisis. If uh, if she's taking on power, she does not have.
7: That that's correct. And when we first heard about it, um, Democrats and Republicans alike uh, were appalled at what happened. Um, She used the guise of a health order, which is her common playbook stuff that she does. There are six uh, laws that they just recently passed that are on the books involving abortion, um, transgender issues, elections. And they have tried to pass them under the same type of a deal, a health ordinance, And it's just not going to fly. We have a a current referendum for those six bills um, to try to put them on the ballot to get them uh, looked at by the electorate and and get them, you know, get them turned down. But um, this whole thing with the Constitution and the Second Amendment, um, I mean, don't try this in a state where everybody carries guns. Um, (laughs) You know, it's just even the cows have guns is what I like to say. I mean, we have it's We have a. We have a wonderful state, wonderful people, and and people live in rural areas, and a lot of people use firearms to protect themselves and their property, their livestock, and everything else. So um, when she went ahead and did this under that same playbook of a health order, uh, people were just not happy. Um, She tried to get – her other thing that she did was um, she went ahead and um, she took away the indemnification of police officers, Oh boy. which means that a police officer is not covered by the state for anything that they do.
3: Hey, John, I'm a former she cop. I, hey, John, I'm a former cop. I know. I, I fought, I was in the state legislature here in the state of Illinois, and I fought tooth and nail to make sure that that didn't go anywhere. I definitely understand well, thank
7: that. Thank God for you. Did it work out for you?
3: Uh, no, yeah, they, they did not get rid of it. They created a commission to study and look into uh, ridding the police <laughs> of, uh, of, of that.
16: So, John, before we go on, can you tell people about your background as far as law enforcement and the areas you worked in and things so people understand your your background?
7: I can. I spent 32 years in local and federal law enforcement, seven years as uh, as a federal government manager, and then uh, I'm currently retired. I'm the president of a local gun club. I'm a chairman of a local uh, county political party, and I have to tell you that my comments are my own, and it. They don't represent the agencies I've worked for or anything that I represent now. So I have I have a pretty extensive background in law enforcement and in, in government.
16: So what's going on with the qualified immunity? Because you were telling how people can make a complaint against the police and all sorts of bad things can occur. So they're trying to do that stuff sure. here. And okay, just let, so, Sorry, sorry. Go,
7: ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, John. All right, so I'm sorry. So, um, So what happened with this is when she went ahead and tried to enforce this, this health order, she, I basically, I, I use the term, she shot herself in the head. It's like a non-survivable wound, right? She goes ahead and she asks the, the sheriff in Bernalillo County, where they went ahead and they, they put this order out, to go ahead and enforce it. And, and it's like, well, we're not doing that. Uh, and then they went and asked the uh, local police department and the mayor's book said our guys don't have enough, you know, to have too many things going on. And we never heard from the state police, but the issue became that nobody, no cop worth their salt was going to put their life, their family, their dog, their house, and everything else they own on the line to do something that was illegal so that they could support her. And so she got no support for this. And then there have been a number of different um, gun rallies where people show up and they protest the Second Amendment or this, this taking away of the Second Amendment and... Um, the police have not stepped in at all to enforce this thing. So uh, it's been pretty interesting. We, we, uh, there are six lawsuits that have been filed against her. Um, what about impeachment? Uh, NRA is involved, gun owners of America, and um, they went to federal court, and right now there's been a stay until I think it's October 3rd. And um, in the meantime, she went ahead and, and stepped back from her original stance and just made it applicable in uh, in playgrounds and in parks and things, but but is I she, don't wait think wait wait John wait hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on.
3: She doesn't have the power. She's not she's not the legislative body. How does she have the power to do that to change the law?
7: Well, unfortunately, in our legislature, we are it's two to one uh, against uh, Democrats two and the Republicans one two to one ratio. And so she's getting away with this. But uh, recently, uh, in the last uh, week since I spoke to Jim last, two of our uh, Republican legislators have gone ahead and filed uh, an extraordinary session to go ahead and try to impeach her. Amen. And uh, I get, yes, but trying to get this done is going to be, you know, it's going to be a heavy lift. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, But she did upset also the uh, attorney general. Who is a Soros back uh, Sor- gentleman, uh, and uh, he uh, he wants to be a senator, I guess. So he's not going to stand for this violation of constitutional rights. So it's, it gets more interesting every day, right? And then yeah. she went ahead and backed off on this thing. Like I said, I can't wait to see what happens when she goes to federal court, and the judge is going to go. Uh, that's not what I meant. What
5: what was her so, reasoning? Uh, what was her reasoning behind uh, taking the immunity away from officers?
7: For qualified immunity. I think it was a move by her, as they, you know, in in a lot of places that are Democrat states, um, to defund the police and to make it so police officers wouldn't stay around. And what, what was it you know, was, was it was them. it
5: defunding the police or holding police accountable for the actions that they take?
7: Well, they want to hold the police accountable, but you know, if you defund them and you also take away their ability to be protected by the state then guys and gals just just pick up and go somewhere else so we've had a mass exodus from our state now we have good cops but we don't have a lot of co- a lot of cops
5: i heard so that you don't helpful. have a lot of police but I, I i i know i hear you saying defund and the qualified immunity but i haven't heard anything about her reasoning i i, I always look for the why now <laughs> and, and, you know if, if she said that she's holding police accountable or whatever then Okay, but I I have to see statistics, and I have to learn her understanding of the situation.
7: Well, let's take a look at what's going on in all the Democrat states where they're trying to get rid of the police. They don't want police around because these folks in our our lifetime now, they want to be able to do what they want. Take a look at it. I mean, I always say when I went to school, the guys that were dope smokers (laughs) and uh, those kind of folks... Those are the folks that are now running our country. And when you take a look at it, and you look at the cabinet the president has, and you look at the people that they have there, nobody wants to be responsible for the actions that they take on a daily basis. Right. There's no responsibility, right? Hey,
3: hey John, we got hey John, we got to go to break. Hold your thought. But I, I still right. recall Section 242, Title 18, deprivation of rights on the colour of law. And I think so many people just don't understand what that means as it relates to qualified immunity. Cops can still be sued. And and, if if people only understood what it meant, color of law, and and, and violating people's rights, we'll be right back.
0: This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with the troublemaker, Jim from South Elgin. Before the break, we were talking to John Brennan, um, 32-year law enforcement career, Um, that alone. Uh, John, I want to get your take on this. Uh, There was a, I think there was a gathering somewhere. I don't know where it was. Somebody just sent me this audio. I want to say it was here in Chicago. I could be wrong, though. But I want you to hear this, and I want to get your take on this. Listen to this. Listen very closely.
2: I'd like to add a little hope for our folks who want to live in a police-free environment. To have a, such a goal is an ambitious one and one we should always think through as a North Star. John, do
3: people really understand what they're asking for in a police-free environment?
7: I don't really believe so, but there's been several cities now that have defunded their police. And now they're, they're crying to have their police come back uh, because it's, been, it's just horrible. Uh, And you were 100 percent right about the indemnification that police officers can still be sued. But the only difference is so our governor took away the indemnification from the police, but she didn't take it away from her, the secretary of state, the judges and other people that are in that administration. And so every time we sue her, if it's a you know, the judge goes ahead and rules for compensatory damages, the state has to pay for that. If it's punitive damages. She has to pay out of her pocket, and that's the deal with the with the uh, indemnification indemnification loss by police. It's great to have the fact that if you do something as a cop, and you know you were a cop, so what happens? You go out there do the best you can, and sometimes things happen, and people are going to sue you. Well, if you if that happens to you, you're not protected, and you've got to get your own attorney. And if you get if if you're fined, you know you're found against by the by the court system you wind up having a situation where you've got to pay out of your own pocket. That indemnification indemnification protects you. So if you're a good cop, and they say that 95% of officer-involved shootings are good shootings, uh, you know, every once in a while you get a bad one or something happens where where a guy does something on purpose, then, you know, the guy shouldn't be covered. But you're covered if if you do something wrong. So, yeah, I I think that's really the way it works.
16: Well, because you're seeing the effects where uh, people are crying for help, in some cases, they won't get out of the squad cars. You know, and here in Chicago, yeah, they have a, a rule where you can't run and chase somebody, so a guy starts around the block and he gets away.
7: Yeah. I mean, well, over the years, though, law enforcement has changed. Police chases are not what they used to be, <laughs> uh, you know, because of the danger to the public. You know, they go down to two vehicles and a chase. Or, uh, you know, if it's not for something that's a felony or something like that, or where somebody's, you know, killed or something like that, then uh, the chase is called off. But yeah. Um, yeah, when there's something where life is in danger, but then you have to look at it, you're endangering other lives. So there has to be a balance by the police when they do that kind of stuff.
3: I agree, John Brennan. Thanks so much for joining us here on Black and Right. I, will, if there's any update, I'll get your number from from Jim, and uh, I'll send you a message, and we can stay in contact. If there's any update to this? Is uh, any if the impeachment starts or anything like that? I would love to have you back on to discuss, and I love also love you to bring you. on. I love to bring people who um, who were police officers onto the show uh, to discuss to, uh, and and explain to people like Verlon, who's a ho- cop hater, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> who's a cop hater. <clears throat> so, just how tough job. Cheek. I really don't think a lot of people really understand just how tough um, the the job of being a police officer is. I mean, we're the only profession that can that can actually take a life and put somebody in jail. You know, I, I don't That's think right. people really understand that. So, John Brandon, thanks so much for joining us here on Black and White Radio.
16: Thanks, man. Talk to you soon.
7: Thank you so much. Bye bye.
3: No problem. Uh, let's go to let's let's save Kelvin. Al, reparations. All right. Hey, what's going on? What's, what's up, brother? Up, fellas? Yeah, you didn't come on my I mean, boat cruise neither. I shouldn't have taken your call, you chump.
17: No, I know, I know you got to ask Barry, but it, it was a, a we've been plumbing. It's been a lot of plumbing work going on. Uh, I really, I recently returned to uh, local one thirty, and they are whipping my booty right now.
5: Okay, that means money. That means good money.
17: Uh, yeah, you know what that
5: means?
3: That means you can go to radio dot com and get some merch too.
17: <laughs> I will. Yeah, get, if you if you get the beer glass, as right? soon as I get off this flow for laying on the floor, I will get to that. Well, hey, right. if you order the beer
16: glass, it comes like it was uh, packed in Fort Knox, <laughs> indestructible.
17: I like that the beer glass.
16: Oh, it's good. Beer no, tastes I, I, better in those glasses too.
17: <laughs> I, I just wanted to come on I a quick, a couple of quick points. I want to bury the Cubs on the radio officially. I think that uh, we're done this season. Did uh, they lose? Was, yeah. I don't know if they lost know, today. No, we we inside of a uh, we getting beat. It, I don't. It's going to be tough to uh, pull pull up from this. Oh. Uh, and Verlon, I want to say this to you: uh, No one is getting off of the hook, okay? Until you tell us what a two million dollar is, and that's what I feel about reparation. We're not letting anybody off of the hook.
5: Well, let me respond to right? you. When I said when I said that they need to tell black people that if you take this payoff, the money's not going to be worth the paper is printed on. If you if you take that to two million, one million will put us at fifty trillion. If you pay black people two million, that's a hundred trillion dollars. That'll be the end of this country to to try to pay black whoa, people whoa. off.
17: It was just figuratively talking about two million, but no one's getting off the hook until we figure something off. We're gonna we're gonna add, whether it's money or something else, no one is getting off the hook.
16: Oh, I hear well, you. It. You know the other problem too in California, they we got to go to try to have it where guys wouldn't have to pay their child support and things like this as yeah. well.
3: Well, no. well, Mark, go to blackandrightradio.com. <laughs> you <laughs> yes, Mark. I
17: would let, let get, get on the beat. All
3: right. We'll be right back.
0: This is Black and Right with John Anthony um, on AM560, The Answer.
15: Stop
6: it, stop
3: it. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony Live, Stu Joe with The Troublemaker, sponsor of this show, Best Dental, Jim from South Elgin. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, where's the mouse? Terry from Rogers Park. Welcome back to Black and Right.
18: The slaves uh, were given a place to live, food, and help if they got sick. And, and there was poor people uh, in the South that didn't get those things for free.
5: Oh. Blah. I, of course, that? they were labor, so they had to take care of the labor. You can't use them. You can't make no money off of them if they can't work. Yeah. So I believe everything she said. Yeah. They were okay. given a, a little cabin. And- yeah. One was forced to come
3: here. And the other one wasn't forced. Yeah. They so, came on their so, own volition. Yeah. So they didn't get they didn't get <laughs> they didn't get universal health care. But they taking care of the the migrants better than they ever did black slaves. Yeah, ever. that's true.
5: That's true.
3: So thank you so much, Chair. Really appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Calvin from Springfield, candidate for the 95th. What's up, Calvin?
11: Hey, how y'all doing, man? All right. You got it, brother. I
5: heard about your little war with Phil a little while ago on the computer.
11: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Phil just made me create a new uh, phrase. It's called Subjectively Cynical Stupidity.
8: Damn. Oh, ouch. And when you get
11: into that, you know, when we start generalizing, like quick example with Phil, when I met Phil in Blue Island on the boat, he don't know me from a can of paint. And I said, hey, this is my wife, Adrena. He goes, is that the wife or a girlfriend? No, he that didn't. It. Yeah, he did. See, that's an example of subjectively cynical stupidity. Now, what we're doing when we start speaking in general about people like black people, this or black people that we're not narrowing down and we're putting all of our people in one bucket. Which, you know, Phil, you know, he's kind of narcissistic. He didn't know he was being offensive. He don't know any better. So when you, when you start, black people are looking for a payout. Let's go over here. That, you know, could be subjectively cynical also. Because what black people are we talking about? On the reparations thing, right, black people may end up paying, sir. Because blacks own oh, They will pay. They will pay. That's what John said earlier. They will pay because one black's own slave. But we're painting this brush and and I'm finding it on the campaign trail (laughs) that some of the people, you know, Democrats and Republicans are looking at black and then lowering the bar because they feel like we need help. And I love cracking people across the head when they subjectively be (laughs) cynically stupid to me. I I just light them up, you know, but we got to get more. And this is the last point. We have to get away from ideal advocacy and get into more scholarly inquiry. How many blacks are in poverty? How many blacks didn't show up to vote out of the 91%? Because I know know a lot of my crew will never vote Democrat, ever. So we are given more specific numbers so we're not as offensive to the whole. You know what I mean?
3: Dude, wait. Say that one time again. Uh, Cynical.
11: (laughs) Subjectively Cynical stupidity.
3: Uh, awesome. I like cynical stupidity. I may have to make that a hoodie. You're going to have to make another I shirt, have man. I make that a hoodie, brother. I'm gonna
11: buy, I'll, I'll buy 10 of them when you make that but one. I'm cynical gonna, stupidity. Cynical stupidity.
3: I'm making that soon as soon as I'm, I'm going to make that doing, in a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> <I
11: appreciate
3: it. laughs> Thanks, Calvin. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks so much for calling.
11: Alright, man. Love y'all. We'll talk to
3: right. you. Too, brother. Let's go to Nation from nation Aurora. Hi, how are you guys?
18: How are you, well. how are you? I have- I have a lot to say. Hope you will give me a couple, two or three yeah, minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you time. have two minutes. But go ahead. Yeah. I'll I'll start with reparations. Reparations. That's on the Democrats, not on the taxpayers. Okay, and we don't deserve it because we haven't worked for all that the people in were enslaved that have done. And another thing, people go on and on about uh the black community. I've never lived in a black community. Nineteen sixty three. My dad, who could not read, could not write bought a house in a white community. We were the only Blacks there, but he was able to mark his name with an X. And right now, I live in a very diverse community, a largely Hispanic, in yep. a mixture, but there's a beaver that lives here, a beaver that lives in my community. A who? And, um, a what? But anyway, a beaver, B-E-A-V-E-R, with the two teeth,
3: Oh, Beaver. Oh. I'm like, wait a minute, that's a new race? I never heard
16: of that one. <laughs> a new nickname. Yeah,
18: yeah. So, But anyway, and uh, about this policing, all of this violence and letting it go and not holding these people accountable, Accountable. Yeah. that is to change policing. And look at, people don't know this, over 40,000 military-aged Chinese have come through the border, the large amount of people coming with these migrants are Venezuelan single males.
3: Yep, I've said that. Who's yep. going to be,
18: yeah. And so, the police, so they want us to scream loud enough to do something. It will be changed. It yep. will most have to be martial law, gun-mounted jeeps, and these young black people running and stealing everything they can. Their social credit scores are in the double negative. Yeah. What will they have? Nothing, and they will be happy.
5: Oh, they got, it. They got something for, got something, they got something for the credit score. They're not going to look at credit scores anymore. They're going to take from people that got high credit scores and give it to the people that have low credit scores so they can buy homes. Oh, my God. You, you haven't heard yeah, about that? I have. Oh, okay. I
3: have. That's, uh, <laughs> dude, we're in trouble if we don't get some, some leadership. Some That's right. common sense. Bring common back sense. Trump. Oh, man. Man, from your lips to God ears, man. <laughs> we got to bring back Trump. That's what I'm all in for. Absolutely. You're listening in to Black and White right Radio on AM560. Man, the show. Three hours.
5: I gotta tell you. Whew. I gotta tell you something that happened to me, man. I got profile. Oh. Felt There's... like I was 20 again.
3: Really? Because
9: of this? You pull me over because I'm black. <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning. Everyone is black. <laughs> Not that.
14: <laughs> and I heard a, a screeching <laughs> between a screech and a whistle. We'll
0: be right back. <laughs> Now, more Black and white right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to Black and White right Radio on AM560, The Answer. Hey, cut the music, Pete. I want to get right to this. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think a lot of you really understand what happened in New York when Letitia James was was running for office um, and some of the stuff that she had to say about President Trump. I don't know how you run for an office like that where justice is supposed to be blind and you don't think that she's going to do everything in her power to get Trump. I want you to hear what she had to say when she was running for office. Um, And I think this is just, if you're running to be a prosecutor where you can literally take somebody's livelihood. Away from them, and you run. And she should be recused from this case completely. Listen to this.
6: Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're gonna definitely sue. Him. We're gonna be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. This illegitimate president. I look forward to going into the office of attorney general every day, suing him, and then going.
3: You run for office on going after one person. I thought, so what if there was a white male saying they were going after Barack Obama the same way? What do you think would happen? Black
5: people would get defensive.
3: What do you think would happen?
16: I think the press would be up in arms. Yeah. Yeah, The the press
6: press would
5: be up in arms, but black people, most importantly, would be defensive. Should she be recused from this case? Of course.
3: Listening to what she said. Those are her words. And she said it, and she did it. Yeah, and she did it.
16: Well, actually, actually, Elvin Bragg said the same thing. Yeah. And no judge and no judge will look at that and say, Listen, you you should recuse yourself.
3: Now I want to play this real quick. This may break your heart. Listen to this and want to get your take.
13: It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in the island shores. They gave us time to get out, but they never said when. And they never said they were going to get us out. And then one day there's a thing on the board. A notice on the board, you gotta be out by March 15th. I think that gave us like a month and a half to find out where we're gonna go. I thought my suitcases were gonna be on the curb because I'm not that fast. If it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curb. (laughs) But that's what did happen, and uh, that was it. I said no, 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 no. You're not moving me. And they said yes, yes, yes. We are. And it, uh, everything was done behind closed doors. Yeah. And we didn't have a chance to actually make any attempt to stop them because there wasn't enough time.
3: This was an, I believe, a 95 year old Korean vet that was had to be removed from his place so that they can make this make where he lived a migrant. Um, wow! Facility. This is America, folks. Yep, yep. Democrat-run America. Think about that. Somebody that served this country, you're gonna kick him out to make room for people
16: who are entering this country illegal, illegally. Yeah. What does that say about us? Well, it's good. You know, that's what's why a lot of people are in our urban, uh, urban radio station. Our friends over there, a lot of them are rebelling against us. Yeah. This
3: should be on. This should have been. A story every night until they found that man a place to live and anybody else that they kicked out that served this country. Uh, I'm fit to be tired about it, and and then another
5: thing, real quick, we got forty seconds. Mar a Lago worth eighteen million dollars. Oh, anybody I heard that? about <laughs> that. It's it's at least worth a half a billion, and uh, she's gonna say it was only worth eighteen million. Get out of how here. How do they get? How do they, they have the the nerve, the audacity to
3: say? Are they property evaluators? No,
16: yeah. no, they're corrupt. Yeah, they want
3: them, Jim. Thanks yes, so much sir. for coming in. Thanks so much for also sponsoring this show. Troublemaker. P.D. Pa- Pablo. Thank you P. on the boards. YouTube. YouTube, Rumble, Facebook crowd. Thank you guys so much. Hit up blackandrightradio.com. I got some new merch. I'm going to go make that cynical stupidity tonight. So, Kelvin, you, you heard him.
6: He's going to purchase 10 of them. See you next week. <laughs>